Good morning, Irvine, on this beautiful Independence Day. And welcome to another episode of Sports Matters. I'm Kevin Drake. And on the line from San Francisco, we have Matt Burt. <laughs> yeah, I'm all the way. No uh, days off. How's the energy but, uh, up there You know, after, since the Warriors have won the championship and the re- just about got everybody re-signed? <laughs> oh, I'll tell you, they got a huge amount of merchandise being sold. So oh, I bet. They're paying for all these contracts through that. Yes, they do. You know, everybody's talking about Kevin Durant taking a big pay cut. I call I don't call $53 million that significant of a pay cut for two seasons. Are you kidding? He'll get paid more along the line, you know. Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, it's going to bridge the gap to where he gets another year under his belt. He has a player option. He can actually qualify for the Larry Bird rule, and then he can get the max, like, close to what Steph Curry got. Yeah, and he'll probably do that. But in the meantime, taking that pay cut is huge because they get to save money and they get to bring in more people. They've been talking about bringing in, you know, former Laker, Nick Young. I heard that. I I think it'd be a nice – I think, you know, Nick Young really increased his value. Uh, last year when he became a two-way player. You know, we always know he can shoot the ball, but uh, his defense was really good last year. Yeah, we'll see if he can play defense this year. Yeah, he will. He will. You know, the thing is, it's contagious. You know, when you play on a team like the Golden State Warriors and how good they are, it just gets contagious, and you want to develop that. You want to become better, you know, as a person and just fit in with the team. Or else they're going to kick you to the curb and say, see you later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what do you think but, about today? This is the National Hot Dog Eating Month, or the National <laughs> Hot Dog Month, and today is the big hot dog eating contest. Mr. Joey the Jaws Chestnut is going to take on Mr. Matt the Megatoad Stony, And I think this is the <laughs> third time they're matching up here. <laughs> well... I've heard of Joey Chestnut. I've never heard of uh, Matt Stoney, so I think it'll it'll go Joey Chestnut's way. Seeing this, a boy. Yes, because you know, in 2015, I'll give you a little history. Matt Stoney came on the scene and actually upset Joey Chestnut, ate 62 hot dogs to 60s of Joey Chestnut. But Ooh. then, but then Chestnut came back last year and set a record and ate 70 hot dogs. And Matt only could uh, put down 53. 70 hot dogs. I mean, just think about that for a second. 70 hot dogs. And I don't know how much, uh, what the amount of time he wolfed it down in. That's insane. I think it's 10 minutes. Oh, my Lord. But that's just a gross amount of hot dogs. I mean, you're wolfing down, he's wolfing down seven hot dogs a minute. Oh, my God. <laughs> I could eat like seven and be full. Yeah, I, I could do about three, and that's about it. Yeah, I, I can have my limits. It's crazy. Not 70, though. But it's always a fun, you know, you know, fun event. You know, you think about today, Independence Day, it's like kind of like somewhat of a beginning of like the midsummer classic in a sense. You know, it's the heart of the summer. It's uh, everybody's out having a good time. But also, you know, we reflect on this great country that we live in. And it's great that everybody gets to be together and gets to celebrate. Yep. Yeah. Happy birthday, America. Absolutely. Happy birthday to the good old U.S. of A. And to all the great uh, people that make up I this country. America. 
I love America. Oh, absolutely. Well, speaking of, uh, I didn't really get to say much about the draft last week, but you you saw my text messages. You know, I know you had a great show last week. I am super excited for the Lakers draft. I think the Lakers had a, a great draft. Obviously, everybody knows Lonzo Ball obviously went number two. You know, it's kind of hard to pass up on a, a talent like that. Whether he becomes a, a great player in the NBA, well, that's to be seen. But they're heading in the right direction. But I tell you, the steal that the Lakers got in the draft is Josh Hart. I mean... Yeah, the kid from Villanova. Yes, I mean, he was a major contributor on that 2015 team. I mean, he was their best player in the NCAA tournament, and he was like the catalyst to help upset North Carolina. Of course, North Carolina got it back last year. However, you know, he stayed and got, you know, stayed in for his senior year, did his four years in college. I mean, that's just rare for someone to do that, but somewhat it kind of got penalized a little bit. I wouldn't say penalized, but he just kind of dropped in a draft. The NBA season in general is kind of starting now. It's, you know, Bill Simmons said something great about the NBA. He said that the NBA is becoming an 11-month sport. Oh, it is. And it's true. It, you look at the NBA offseason, you go from the draft to the free agency, and then summer ball starts. Yeah, speaking of which, there was a game last night, number one and number three picks going at it. Yeah, Tatum hit the game winner, so Boston did really well. You know, they're getting a lot of flack for not, you know, trading for Paul George, but you know what? It's kind of like Boston's in somewhat a similar situation with the Lakers in a sense. They don't have to mortgage their future right now. They could be patient. Obviously, for the Lakers, they know Paul George has made it it known that he's going to be a Laker next year. That's where he wants to be. That's awesome <laughs> for us Laker fans. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. We, we'll yeah, see. we'll see because uh, that that was kind of a shocking trade for him to go to Oklahoma City. But I think it's going to be great for, for the Oklahoma City Thunder fans, at least for next season. We'll see what happens. Yeah, you know, they basically did the same deal that they got Ibaka for. Yes. Yes, they did. And Russell Westbrook has vowed to become a better teammate, so we'll see how uh, it transpond, you know, into the uh, next season. So Oklahoma City's yeah. eh, got a little bit be better. Some growing pains, that's for sure. Um, but I think the better question is, where is Gordon Hayward going to land? I tell you, who he could land in Boston with his former college coach. I, I, I think that might be where he may end up, or he could return with the Utah Jazz because they said he wanted to play with Ricky Rubio. So, yeah, I mean, that would not be a bad combination. But I'm eliminating the Miami Heat. I just don't think he's going to go to the Heat. And that's just my gut feeling. I think it's either going to be Boston or Utah. Yeah, I think it'll probably be Boston. Yeah. You know, and that'd be a good fit for him either way. You know, wherever he decides to go, you know, he's a, you know, perfect, you know, nice 6'6", you know, shooting guard, you know, nice uh, three-point shot, plays good defense, a very intelligent basketball player. You know, uh, probably the one of the top free agents. And the other top free agent that's still kind of out there is George Hill. And I know the yeah, Lakers. you're looking to go to the Lakers. You know, for a one-year deal. And, it, and I think it would be great. You know, have some of his professionalism, his basketball IQ, especially being that Spurs system, that might be the perfect guy to kind of, you know, help Lonzo out in his rookie year. Kind of like what Byron Scott did for Kobe Bryant 20-some years ago. (laughs) It's nice to have that that one year, you know, just that mentor, you know, that kind of, this is how it is, this is life in the NBA, and just kind of be there when they kind of get stuck or, or he's not hitting a shot, just, you know, things to do to, keep your mind focused and keep your mind fresh.
<laughs> yeah, I mean, they're after in the new regime of the Lakers now, Lonzo Ball. So it'll be interesting to see um, how that all pans out. But you, do you think these NFL players are looking at the NBA contracts that, that players are getting and just being like, oh, I picked the wrong sport? Yeah, I mean, you know, I could see some of the, you know, jealousy factor. You think about, like, man, this guy's getting $41 million a year, and I just signed a four-year, $40 million contract, and I'm just, like, risking my body and, you know, getting beat up. And then, you know, let's say they blow out an ear or have a career-ending injury, you know, they just get their guarantee money, and they lose the rest of the money on the contract because they just get released. It's just a whole different animal, that NFL. Um, I just... I, I don't know what to say. Uh, I know baseball doesn't even have a salary cap. And you think about, you know, the money that they were making. Now the NBA's kind of caught up and maybe even surpassed MLB. Actually, they have because Steph Curry is the highest paid player in all four sports per season now. Yeah, $205 million. That's insane. That's 40, a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you know, you count all the endorsement deals. I mean, that's really where, you know, a lot of those guys really – banking in is all the endorsement deals that go with you know let alone being the superstar once you win that mvp man the endorsements just come rolling in and it could be you know anywhere upwards to 50 to 100 million a year just just in endorsements alone you know then you add the salary in it's it's crazy (laughs) yeah i mean if you have your own shoe brand you're getting paid a lot of money oh indeed Triple B, big baller brand, huh? Oh gosh, uh, welcome. Yeah, I, I'm, not welcome to about, I'm not too worried about. I'm not too worried about Lavar. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Welcome to the Lakers. That whole kind of show. Yeah. It'll be great. I mean, the entertainment capital of the world picking up Lavar Ball. Absolutely, you know, entertainer. That's for sure. That he is, and uh, you know that's how he's. You know, it's that's his way of getting his brand. He's doing it his way, and you know, I I respect that actually. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a lot of faith in his kids, that's for sure. In an unorthodox way, but you know, I can't cap on it. You know, good luck to them. But uh, I'm so stoked to have his son on the Lakers. You know, I think Lonzo mm-hmm. Ball certainly has you know a lot of. It's just like I said, it's so hard to pass up on a talent like that because they say they pass up and they took Tatum. Well, they'd be overloaded because they already got Brandon Ingram. It just yeah. uh, you know, you just can't pass up on someone like that. But the fact they are also the trade that they made, you know, uh, trading D'Angelo Russell and got rid of Timothy Mozgov's big contract to get Brook Lopez. Yeah. You know, that that's allowed, a great that's yeah. a great pickup for them. That was huge. And Brooke Lopez, I'll give you a nice stat that you probably may or may not know. Uh, he's one of the – well, obviously, he changed his game because he knew he saw the NBA was changing, so he developed the three-point shot. So last year, I think he shot about 37% from the arc, which is pretty good for a, a seven foot one, seven foot two center. I think he's seven one. I don't know. <laughs> he's too tall for me, that's for sure. <laughs> anyway <laughs> – but he made 126 three-pointers last year. He also blocked 125 shots. The only player in NBA history to do something like that. Or the, he became wow. the first player to do that. That's pretty amazing. He blocked over 125 shots, you know, for the season. And he made 126 three-pointers. Think about that. Yeah. That, a, a stretch five. <laughs> a stretch five. I mean, he... Coming out of college, him and his brother were very talented individuals. And when they played at Stanford, 
they did a great job. I was able to see them when they played in the NCAA tournament against UCLA. Kevin Love and Russell Westbrook in that team. That was that was a great game, that's for sure. Um, both great players. I love their defensive abilities, though. Um, they don't really give up on the ball, even though you see Brooke Lopez. He, gets, he got dunked on by Larry Nance. There's going to be a little budding rivalry there, but um, I think that the defensively is where they're underrated at. Definitely the Lopez brothers. No, I, I agree. You know, I think they play good defense now, but with the way the game has changed, you know, there's more a little bit more floor covering. You know, the Lakers can even do a zone, kind of keep him more closer to the basket so he can protect the rim, really prevent the drives to the basket. But um, no, no, but on no, offense... You rarely find a zone in the NBA. Yeah, but you rarely to find some guy that's like seven one seven two that can, you know, shoot the three like he has. But, um, yeah. but I'll tell you this, you know, on offense, it's really going to stretch the floor out. And then, you know, I don't know how many minutes they're going to have him playing the game, but, you know, you still have uh, Zubak coming off the bench will be a nice, you know, so they'll always have a, a big seven footer, you know, the rim protector. So that should always help out. But, but there's another guy I think is an X factor in the, uh, in the draft is this guy, Kyle Kazuma. A six foot nine swing forward, and he's got a nice three point shot too. It's just kind of like where the NBA is going now. It's a lot of, uh, you know, swing forward, swing four, swing five, whatever it is. It's just, you know, it's the the great teams like the Golden State Warriors. Why they're so, so successful is because they move the ball. And mm-hmm. you get players that commit to that. They're able to move the ball around. It's so hard to defend when that ball is moving and you're in precise points you pick the right times to cut to the basket move around set screens and that ball just stays moving you're just so much harder to beat and i really you you remember in the finals you know against the cavaliers golden state moved the ball so much better than cleveland and over time that's what ended up paying off for the warriors on top of kevin durant's stellar play (laughs) yeah well there's a few things that attributed to that um but you know what? I, if the ball moves faster than you do. Um, I've, if you can find someone that moves faster than someone passing the basketball, it's probably Usain Bolt. But I don't think he plays in the NBA. So uh, the ball moves faster than you do. That's why you got to move the ball um, to get open shots. Um, I think it'll be an interesting NBA season. Because, I mean, you look at the, what the Rockets like at CP3, and you look at how the Clippers are starting to head their organization. Um, everyone's going west. They're going wine, uh, mining for gold in the west. Yeah, you got Paul sure. George. Oklahoma City just got better. Uh, Minnesota has really gotten better. Man. Yeah, and, it, and it's a reunion. Uh, they're going to be good. Yes, uh, Coach Tom Thibodeau. It's like a reunion. He got his Jimmy Butler back. You know, they picked up Jeff Teague and Taj Gibson. Gibson. Yeah. To go with Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns and all their other young talent they have on that team. Now that team's going to be a, you know, a up and comer. Oh yeah, no doubt about that. A force to be reckoned with. Well, getting into baseball because you know, bad like you said, we could talk basketball for an hour, <laughs> easy. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm happy. I, I just really thought the Lakers did really well. And I'm glad they're being patient. Didn't have to mortgage the future to trade for a stellar star. You know, that way they'll have their books open for maybe signing one or two big-time free agents. So, 
But we got to get through the season first. But like you said, it's all these teams are constructing, putting themselves together, summer pro leagues going on. But uh, getting over the baseball, how about those Houston Astros? What is up with them? Still running away with it. 56-27 on pace to win 108 games. Yes, I said it. They're on pace to win 108 games. That's That's a lot of games. That's a lot of games. But that's a 667 win percentage. That's kind of where they're sitting at. But the Dodgers are just only like a game behind, 55-29. and Yeah, So they got the best record in NL. The Dodgers are quietly. I think they're kind of flying under the radar. They're just playing really well. No, I, I don't think so. Um, as for the Dodgers, I mean, you look at what they have. Their best player this season is their youngest player in Cody Bellinger. Oh, yes. And you look at their second youngest player is Corey Seager, who's arguably their second best player in, in terms of batters. Right. Uh, best player overall is Kershaw, definitely. I'm not. But uh, the rest of the pitch staff has been huge. Alex Wood and, you know, Rich Hill, they've been having great seasons. Um, and you look at Ken Lee Danton and his numbers when he's been closing the ball. I think he's, he's I think he may have 18 for 18. He hasn't blown a save this season. I could be wrong on that, though. Um, but I know for a fact he has a blown a save this season. And you just look at the whole four and what they have. They're going to be good for a long time. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. It, it's a solid team, and they're really going to be a force to be reckoned with. It's like I'm not counting out the Chicago Cubs. I figure they'll figure it out in the second half of the season. They'll have to. Um, but it's going to be a, a tough ride for them to get back to the World Series. It just seems like they're mm-hmm. somewhat kind of fat and happy like they did it, whereas, you know, the, the last two seasons the Cubs were really hungry, you know, uh, came up short 15 but did it last year. But the Dodgers, I think it's going to really be the team that uh, may come out of the NL. However, Dodgers are in a rough division because Arizona is just right on yeah. their heels at a record of 52-31, and 31, and just behind them is Colorado, which the Dodgers kind of handled pretty good just recently. You know, they took a mm-hmm. – Took care of that series. Uh, well, Colorado's been on a slide recently. Nolan Arenado has been cold at the plate for a while. Um, but, you know, that's one of those teams that is built around the field. Their pitching staff is, I think, they for the first time ever where they've had multiple rookies win over five games before the All-Star break. It's one of the first time that we've seen that. Um, it's, a, it's a young pitching staff with a great closer and great call in this season. Um, but don't – I mean, the NOS is running away with it right now. You look at the, yes. the Colorado Rockies and the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks are great this season, and they got a great pitch staff to back up who they have. You look – you know, L.A. Dodgers, Arizona Diamondbacks, Colorado Rockies have the, the best records in the NL. And then the team right behind them is the Washington – Nationals. Well, actually, they're slightly. They're only only other team out of the division has a slightly better record than the Rockies, but they have the same amount of wins, forty nine wins. It's crazy. So, yeah, the Dodgers and L A. It's just a exciting sports town. You know, we got our Rams will be starting up here soon with their uh, summer camp. The Chargers. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They're actually. I think is in the week two. I believe it is the Chargers and the Rams are going to do that joint practice. That's going to be kind of, kind of cool to check out. 
Because oh, you know, yeah. always gets yeah, the juices all flowing. UCI. Ah, that's you right. Take it out. Go to UCI. KUCI, and then go to UCI Irvine Sports. Mm-hmm. Either. But uh, uh, real quick, did I, you get a chance to check out the Pacquiao fight? Yeah, I mean, he got robbed. Yeah. <laughs> I, there was no other way to put it. I thought he got robbed. You look at the, the punches landed. Uh, I saw a stat on it. Um, the, look, you look at the punches landed around the head area for Pacquiao, and it's disparaging numbers. It was huge. It was very vast between the two. Um, I mean, he he. They almost called the fight in the eleventh round because yes. of a. They banged um, it. Horn. Yeah. Did they they bailed it? Yeah, I mean. They begged her way, like, no, please don't call the fight. Please don't call the fight. But he, yeah. he got the hometown. He definitely got the hometown treatment. That's for certain. No, he did, and the judge just showed it too. Yes. I mean, someone put that fight as a, a one night or one seventeen, one ten, and that that is it was a lot closer than it really was. Yeah, but, um, we'll we'll see. I mean, that that's kind of small potatoes compared to what the McGregor and uh, Conor Mayweather's buddy's going to be. Yeah, I, I'm actually I can't wait for that fight. You know, I, I think a lot of people are going to be watching that fight. You know, see. I mean. I like it how everyone is kind of saying, no, Floyd Mayweather, great boxer, no chance, no chance, this and that. Like, I'm not disagreeing with them. Floyd is a great boxer. He's amazing. He's got the fastest hands. He's 49-0 for a reason. But to say that Conor McGregor has zero chance, this is, is very foolish to say. I know a lot of people are saying that right now, that he has no chance. But, you know, they wouldn't have done if McGregor didn't have a chance. Yeah, I, I agree with you, too. Uh, just say someone has 0% chance, I, I think that just adds fuel to their fire. It actually gives them even more of a better chance than they actually have, you know, to actually win the fight. But uh, we'll see, you know. Uh, coming up next, we got Kenny Jones with News and Views, and I'm sure he has a nice Independence Day special for you. But uh, anyway, Matt, thanks for calling in. You know, enjoy your time up there in the in the city. And then when you get back here next week, we're going to be uh, hammer away. I'm sure there'll be some great sporting topics. I'm sure some. We'll find out where Hayward ends up. We'll find out where George Hill ends up, and you know, it's going to be a great NBA season. Oh yeah, it'll be a great NBA season. Excellent. Uh, I also want to give a special shout out to. Jordan Spieth for that hole in at the Travelers Championship. Unbelievable PGA Tour. Oh, absolutely. PGA Tour news. And uh, have a great rest of your day, everyone. America, happy birthday. And if you're scared of doing fireworks, look at what happened to Jason Pierre-Paul. <laughs> true, true. Be safe. Be safe. Yeah, be safe. Be yeah. safe. They are fire. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want anything blowing up in your hands now. No. All right. Well, thanks, uh, Matt. Enjoy your vacay, and uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Sounds good. All right. Take care. Thank you. Bye. And we're going to wrap this up here. I got a special closing song for the Independence Day, but uh, Wimbledon is on. This is in the second round. Djokovic is just tearing it up right now. Roger Federer is off to a really good start right now, so uh, I know you can watch those matches live. But uh, until next week... Just remember, all sports matters.